Hey guys, welcome back to Tap That Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. Been trying to figure out how to release these episodes since I've added that new news and reviews episode every week. So moving forward, every Monday is going to be news and reviews. Wednesday is going to be the weekly beer podcast. So just wanted to give you a heads up on that. Shout out to my sponsors, Goodfellas Merch out of Glendale. Great quality merchandise, amazing customer service, and the best prices I've found in Arizona. So really, that's an unbeatable combination. So they actually sat down with me to see how they could best execute on the vision I had with my merchandise. So couldn't find anybody else that was that was willing to do that, and these guys just went above and beyond. So if your business is looking for someone to knock it out of the park on merchandise, look no further, further than uh, Goodfellas. Uh, Goodfellasmerch.com is their website. Tell me you heard about them from uh, Tap That AZ or use the code Tap That for free screens on a first design printed with them until the end of November. Secondly, the winners of the five drink tokens for Irene's Tap Room are Instagram accounts VCheck33, my girl Alyssa, and Kurt Dierking. So I'm going to reach out to you guys soon for those tokens. Thank you everybody for participating in that. And now on to the episode. This episode, make my way over to Litchfield Park to hang out with Ian and Tara from Ground Control, craft beer and uh, food location. <laughs> this place has it all. Great food, artisan coffee, amazing craft beer selection, both in the retail side and on tap. And they got wine, cocktails, and meat as well. So can you really beat a place that has amazing craft beer on tap and makes their own gelato? So... Yeah, I don't think so. So stay tuned after the show to see how you can win a $25 gift card for Ground Control. Don't forget their Red, White, and Brew Festival coming up November 17th. You'll hear more about that in this episode. So let's tap into Ground Control. All right, so I'm at 4860 North Litchfield Road in Litchfield Park. I'm with the stars of ground control, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So do you guys want to introduce yourself and, and kind of say what your role is here? Uh, I'm Terry Rassus. I'm the owner. Ian Harwell, beer guy. Beer guy. That's the official title. <laughs> Isn't it on your business card it too? Is. Beer guy. <laughs> That's awesome. So guys, thanks for having me in. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thank you. I love this place. This place has quite the reputation across Arizona and for good reason. So um, I'm glad to be here getting you guys on the show. So Yes, and Ian said that he was he had a long day yesterday. So I, I did twelve hours here. Yeah, running around. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for getting up early and on time for this. So <laughs> yeah. So Tara, how how did this start? Like, how did you guys decide to open up this place in, uh, in Litchfield Park? We moved from Germany eleven years ago. Um, had three kids, got a babysitter, and ended up at Barnes and Noble. And <laughs> after the trip from from Europe, no, like oh, okay. so we lived there for three years, and okay. so we were used to having all these mom and pop like pizza places and cool coffee places and bakeries and everything, um, and that's where we would hang out. We knew everybody, and that was those. That's where all the locals went, and so when there was nothing in the West Valley to go to, we didn't feel like driving, you know, downtown or to Scottsdale or anything. Yeah, um, and so we spent uh, money on a babysitter and ended up at Barnes and Noble and decided. You know, there has to be something better than this. So we like kinda... a business meeting at Barnes & Noble? No, we, that was minds. our date night because we didn't want to go to dinner, right? Okay, yeah. And we didn't want to go, you know, sit and... We just wanted to chill out for a little bit and drink a coffee or a yeah. glass of wine or something. There was just really no place to go. So um, we started out really loving coffee and wine. Those were our two passions. And so 11 years ago when we built and we were at Litchfield and Indian School... 
that's what it was. It started out as a coffee bar and a wine bar. We really had very minimal food. Okay. Um, and then it's just kind of grown from there as, as we brought in what, what people wanted. We, you know, we worked for the first seven years. We were there all the time, one of the two of us. And so we were really in touch with, you know, what the customers wanted and, yeah. and just kept expanding and growing um, to provide, you know, what the community needed. Yeah. So this wasn't the original location. This isn't. No, we've uh, been here okay. six years now, six and a half. And yeah. so, yeah, okay. we were at the first location for five years and managed to make it through the really horrible economy that took out uh, like all the other businesses that opened at the same time we did. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, we've been really, really blessed and had great local following. So what, so what was it about Europe, like living in Europe that, uh, I know you said having local places, right? That was right. kind of a key. And, and here there's a lot of, um, I mean, such a new area i'm not just saying like litchfield park but just arizona but actually more of the outer areas right right it's kind of like chains a lot of chains a lot right? of chains and especially yeah. 11 years ago i mean you could drive down litchfield road and there weren't that many businesses at all so yeah um it was it was really new and green and and a little bit um shocking yeah i suppose so <laughs> yeah. we figured if we didn't do it you know somebody else was going to so may yeah. as well go for it yeah and so i moved here in october of 2007 Okay. So was it right around then? So we opened, um, yeah, July of 07. Okay. Yep. And then I'm, I'm, You're the reason why they opened. <laughs> I know. But then I moved away. Like, I moved away in, like, uh, May of 2008, moved to uh, Scottsdale. So, okay. so I missed it. I yeah, missed and it, so. so then actually, so when we opened, even back in 07, we were talking to our beer reps, and we're like, we don't want any domestics, you know, and, and our reps were like, you're crazy, nobody's going to pay that for beer, this is never going to work, and it was really before the craft beer trend hit, and Ian, honestly, was one of the first beer customers that really challenged us and was like, hey, what about this, what about that, and he was constantly asking questions, and, yeah, you know, so we were learning as we went, looking back, like, we probably never should have opened, because we knew so much less than we thought we did, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was customers like Ian and that that came in and challenged us and really inspired us to, you know, learn more and grow more and and it's been I mean it's been a fun ride. Yeah. Well and so Ian, you were you were not shy about, right? You were adamant like I need some good beer over yeah, here. Yeah, I needed somewhere to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean I um I come from liquor background. Uh I was a liquor department manager in Fries in Tucson when I went to school down there. Oh gotcha. And then I moved up here, started with Bebmo for about seven years became assistant manager. I helped open up all the, just about all the bedmos in Arizona. Oh, wow. Okay. I just took something new home like every day and tried it. Yeah. And then I, then I got, I wanted to start going to the local place. So I found ground control through another coffee shop that I was going to in surprise called okay. Toshi's. It's no longer around. Uh, yeah. And then I, then I moved closer to Litchfield just to be close to ground control to go, go there like every day. So, it just has a customer. Yeah. Wow. His, and then I, that's, that's dedication. And then I just, and they just, when they moved over here, they uh, asked me to take over the beer program. So yeah, nice man. So, um, how did you get into craft beer? Like, was there was there everyone has that that one that kind of you remember, right? Um, or do you have a lot that you remember, yeah. or a lot that you don't remember? Maybe uh, he remembers uh, all of them. He's yeah. fascinating. What what shocks people? when they meet me is that I didn't start drinking until I was 21 and people just assume that oh, I know uh, so much about beer now that I've been, must've been drinking all my life. Okay. Yeah. Like 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just taking stuff new home every day. I'd say remember the, 
I started with Smittix and Guinness. I never okay. had a domestic phase. Yeah, that's good. Moved to Sam Adams, Line and Kugels, and and just expanded from there. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, and, and, and you've advanced. So we'll get into that. We have a whole section just for Ian, so I hope he's oh, ready no. for that. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yeah. So the ground control, is there's there's obviously the, the aviation theme, right? I think there's even a propeller. Is that a propeller on the logo? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So what's what's the story behind that? Uh, so, yeah, my husband is still in the military. He's 22 years of service. Okay. And uh, just kind of a play on words. And it's such a huge military community here. I mean, we're only yeah. a mile from the base, and... And I mean, I, we met at the Air Force Academy, and um, so yeah, it's just that's who we are, and and kind of such a huge part of our lives. So yeah. we kind of just tied it all in. That's awesome because when I've been in here, I, I, it seems like there's always a military person in here. Yeah, you know? no, we have great support from the base. It's yeah. really nice. That's really cool, and and what a great spot too, as far as like, I mean, you got you guys kind of cover all all aspects, right? You got the coffee, you've got food, you've got great beer. You know, yeah. why would you not come here? Right. Unless you don't like good stuff. Make own gelato, too. And oh, that's yeah, we right. do make yes. gelato. And when we that's first impressive. opened, you know, we had seven taps. And so we never, like, we were one of the first to carry Firestone Walker and Stone in the state. And nice. Sean was adamant about not carrying Arizona beers. And Ian kept going, no, there's some good new breweries. And Sean's uh, like, no, I won't do it. I won't do it. And so we were so busy, busy opening the new location and all of a sudden jumping up to 28 handles. And like Ian said, all of a sudden he was, so he wasn't even an employee with us when um, we were so busy trying to manage a new kitchen and figure out how to do that, that Sean ran out of time to figure out what beers to put on. And so as a hobby, he ran for almost a year, our 28 tap beer list, just on his own, like, because he thought it was fun, which I mean, I don't know how much people know about that, but it's (laughs) a lot to manage and figure out and allocations. And so, I mean, it was and then shortly after that, he started working for us full time and has been here forever. But so he's really the one that was like, no, Sean, it's all right. Like we should start bringing some of these Arizona beers on yeah. and support the local scene. Also, you know, Sean and I were thinking, hey, it's great to bring in Europeans and California, like stuff people can't get. Um, but I think it's really been great for Arizona, too, to help support that yeah. community. And I mean, people have really some I think the favorite beers are all. Um, Arizona beers. So, yeah. I mean, Borderlands and, and Tombstone have been just absolutely fantastic for us. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you guys get exclusive stuff up here, too, right? Yeah. 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 Like that. Sitting in a tin can would be the most recent one. Yeah. With Borderlands. That was fun. Turned out amazing. Yeah. And you collaborate with them. I that, did. Right? Yeah. yeah. You, uh, Marshall it, knocked that out of the park, though. He, he was awesome on that. Yeah. Uh, Marshall was with um, Helton for a yes. while, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, dude, Borderlands is making some great beer. They're making fabulous beer, yeah. Yeah. So why was Sean not – was it just the quality of – or the? I think at that time in the what, there was maybe oh. 35 breweries, right? Maybe, and they weren't, you know, coming out with great stuff. And, you yeah. know, his thought was, well, if they can drive down to Phoenix and get it, why do we need to carry it here? Oh, gotcha. Um, okay, yeah. So, you know, let's get people something that they can't get. But, sure. um, you know, I mean, that's – part of the reason we built this is because we didn't want to drive to downtown or to Scottsdale. So, you know, looking back, it makes sense. But yeah, Ian was really a driving force behind like, let's, you know, really become a huge part of the community and support everybody. So yeah, it's been fun. I mean, it's, it's really been a a growth curve to say the least. Well, you got this guy's beer brain. Like that's amazing that you like, it almost was like, okay, you know what, if I operate the beer, 
uh, thing for these guys as a hobby, then I get to pick what I drink, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially what I do now. I just pick what I want to drink. And yeah. yeah. I try to keep it balanced, too, at the same time. But uh, but if we have, like, less than eight IPAs on tap, people tend to freak out thinking that we have zero on tap. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. so if we're heavy on one thing, it's IPAs. But everything else, I try to keep it pretty balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you guys were recently named one of the top spots by Phoenix Magazine, right? As like a craft beer bar. What was the, what was the category? Uh, every year, awesome Phoenix <laughs> Magazine does a little craft beer section, and yeah. we're usually listed in the top five somewhere. Nice. It's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty special. I don't think there's any place that has such a good beer selection and makes house-made gelato. Right. <laughs> and roast no, your own coffee. Right. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, you roast your own coffee, yeah, too? Wow. Using it, okay. It's been oh, in yeah. several collaborations, even out of state, too. Really nice. My yeah. husband's a little OCD and a control freak, so he's okay. like, well, if somebody else can roast coffee, I can do it better. Like, it's yeah. always this constant, <laughs> like, well, I mean, what can they do that I can't do? So right, he right. likes to do a lot, and thankfully Thank we have people like Ian that help take some of the load off because there just aren't enough hours in the day to... To do it all ourselves, so yeah. Well, especially when it's quality, right? Right. Like you can do some things, but it's just. But if you, if you're a stickler for quality at all, and it's and you guys are for sure, yeah. Um, it takes time. Yeah. Takes well, work. that's really why, you know, we're so particular about the food and the beers and all that is because we eat and, and we have four kids. So, I mean, we are in here all the time for dinner and for breakfast and like I mean. Yeah. We eat and drink here a lot so yeah you know we really try to keep ourselves happy and work on a food and beer snobs and yeah (laughs) (laughs) so well what are some of the things like as far as like food goes like what are some of the things you guys specialize in um, well, the wood-fired pizza oven, definitely. I mean, we probably spent... You guys just surprised me. One yeah. thing after, roast your own coffee, the gelato, the wood-fired... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we spent probably three <laughs> years before we opened this place messing with pizza and doughs and sauces and really narrowing it down to what we wanted to do to really make it, you know, more traditional Italian style. And okay. uh, and and so, um, yeah, we don't... That's one thing that doesn't change. And really what it comes down to is, like, the simpler the ingredients, the better. Like, you really don't want to put a lot of extra stuff in it. it it's like yeah. it tastes better when it's just kind of holds itself so yeah um and then our burgers have always been super popular yeah. we do hand cut french fries and so Ooh. that's probably my kids favorite they could live on those okay i probably could too yeah <laughs> best ranch in the and valley best ranch homemade in the valley. ranch wow. like you can't not do homemade ranch Ooh, that's that's the that's that the hook the for key, me yeah. right <laughs> yeah absolutely so um beer no crap on tap. I love that <laughs> slogan. Was that was that his idea? No, that was that started, was, uh, gosh, back at the old location, yeah, pretty okay. early on. Okay. Yeah. No Just crap had that on tap. Hanging up for a long time. Yeah. So, so Ian, you are a um, certified cicerone. Uh, right? Beer server. I haven't beer taken server. the actual exam yet. Okay. I, it took me about five years to actually take the beer exam one okay <laughs> he like, doesn't have a lot of free time yeah he's always say, going he's either time. driving yeah. or networking or doing something i think the only time i see you is at, at beer things my theory is if i'm not here i should be out of town exploring something yeah and yeah. they can't call me in yeah right <laughs> well he's yeah. become friends with so many pilots he gets all these buddy passes so he's constantly oh. traveling somewhere he's yeah, done so many collaborations yeah and if he's not working he's volunteering so yeah. yeah that's awesome man so and like we were talking about before you've done a lot of collaborations yes right and and i think it was you telling me that uh what does dark sky call you 
Uh, they're good luck charms. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. how many have you done with Dark Sky? With Dark Sky, I've done High Country Brunch and Cielo Oscuro. Okay. Which I think are their two highest rated beers. Yep, yep. That would make sense, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. We, just, uh, we turned uh, High Country Brunch into a double barrel, barrel-aged version of it. Okay. And uh, we also have Barrel-Aged Cielo Oscuro coming out next year. Oh, wow. And more Barrel-Aged High Country Brunch coming out next year. Okay. And also a little special thing. For, we're doing a beer dinner with Dark Sky on the 25th here. I saw that, yeah. Uh, they're bringing out a special blend just for the event. It's a blend of High Country Brunch and their barley wine, the Barrel-Aged and Delbach barrels, with wow. uh, coffee and uh, cassia bark. Supposed to taste like chocolate-covered churros. Pretty excited about that. Wow. <laughs> it's like, I think I might have drooled on the microphone a little bit. I say, like, what? All of that stuff together? That's awesome. So that's going to be, I don't know if, I don't think this episode will be out by the 25th, um, but I'll definitely share it on the, on, on the social media because I love Dark Sky. Those guys are so awesome. Oh, and, they're and, a riot. Aren't they I mean, great? The collaboration up there was well, so if fun. If you're listening to this after the 25th, the dinner was awesome. Right. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> um, they are, the right? They're the coolest guys, just They're so just open. And down yeah. to earth, yeah. They were yeah. a hoot. It was They're really just, good time. Um, I know I, I've had a few ideas, and uh, I'll reach out to them. Like, guys, I have an idea about this. Like, let's do it. I'm like, you don't want to hear all the details? Like, no, yeah. They're do pretty it. much yeah. down for whatever. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, And you know what? That's what I love about them is, um, you know, they got a lot of crap early on because they just did such wild things. Um, but when I did the podcast with them, they, it was the first time I've ever heard them explain it, where they were like, dude, we weren't trying to, we were trying to figure out flavors, right? We were experimenting. We knew we were going to fail. They even had people come up and say, hey, man, if you guys are going to be in business, you can't be doing this. And they're like, yeah, thanks, but we got this, you know? <laughs> after what, after two years, three years, now they're just cranking out great beer after great beer. So. It's- Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And they're not following any of the norms. Like, they're not, they're, they, they, both of them just, you know, both Nick and Ryan, you know, march to their own beat. You know? So, yeah. and the girls that are brewing now, um, Kristen and um, uh, what's the other girl's name? I don't remember. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll cut that part out, right? <laughs> well, and I think that's the great thing about the craft beer community in general is that, you know, most people kind of start out drinking a lighter beer and then they keep just trying new things. And yeah. so I think when you make new things, people aren't afraid to try it. And as crazy as some of the beers that Ian, you know, brings and is like, what should I try? And I'm like, oh, I don't know if that sounds very good. And then you try it and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. But it's great because everybody's so accepting and willing to to give it a shot and it's really a community of outside the box thinkers like yes nobody's trying to fit in a mold everybody's kind of trying to break the mold and that's yeah. what makes it so fun yep and even the guys that the guy like I, I think of helton brian helton as the guy who um he's even said like you're not going to get some crazy wild beer from me he's like but i'm going to nail that pilsner i'm going to nail mm-hmm. that ipa right? right so that attention to detail um and it's raising the whole game for everybody, you know, because oh, yeah. it's like, hey, if you wanna if you wanna stay in business as a brewer, you gotta you gotta bring your A game for sure, you know. Um, so Dark Sky, you've collaborated with, yep. um, and obviously Borderland, uh, another man, yeah, Mike Hess uh, did a, a coffee uh, coffee gratis with our coffee. Their really? very, very first oh, pot wow. bottling of coffee gratis with, with ground control coffee. No way! Wow. Okay. Uh, Tombstone hops from a co-pilot. Oh, that's a collab. Yep. With you oh, no you went way. to Colorado. Oh yeah, I did Odell. 
Yeah. Yeah, I did a I'm big coffee. Memory. Yeah. I'm, I'm his personal assistant. <laughs> big, uh, big She's chocolate. got a list on her phone, yeah. <laughs> big chocolate coffee style with Odell. That ended up being like 9.2%. That was like five years ago. Yeah, wow. that was one of the first yeah. ones out of state, so. So how do you do it? Like, how do you, like, get connected all out of state, too? Just, like, festivals and, like, just... By being just a good guy, that helps too, right? How do you not love him? Everybody loves him. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the latest one, latest house state one was with Four Fires, so metering Ohio. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, they're not officially open like as a tap room, but they're producing uh, just enough for their members right now. Okay. Uh, I met them at an event in Michigan, yeah. I don't know, maybe four years ago. Okay. I uh, got really connected with this guy named Athre, who's one of the founders. Uh, he's one of the nicest dudes I've ever met in my life. Uh, and then we, he came in he came in uh, a couple years back for Barry White Day and just loved the place and loved our coffee and said when he opens, he wants to use our coffee and did a, a mead, uh, a coffee mead with, that was aged in uh, Topman Goliath Assassin barrels. Wow. That I, uh, I'm good friends with. The people from Topland Goliath, so okay. I connected them to get the barrels. We also have one uh, that's going to be a coffee maple mead in uh, Kentucky Brunch Breakfast out uh, uh, barrels from Topland Goliath as well. Wow, man, this is like an all-star list. <laughs> well, he's a creative mastermind. I swear, yeah. he's always texting me like, "Well, how about this?" And I'm like, "How do you like?" His mind is constantly coming up with things. I think when he meets people. Because um, he's so modest anyway, like you, he'll never answer why you know so many people or anything. But when yeah. he meets people, he's so like um, just friendly and encouraging, and then has these neat ideas, and people are like, "Oh, that sounds fun!" And then he develops friendships with them, and yeah. and gets to go out and do these collaborations. It's been a really crazy journey. What's well, genuine too, it right? Is, That's, yeah, that, so, the few yeah. times I've met you, I'm like, this guy is a really, because some people will, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, I'm, and then like, yeah, <laughs> not Ian though, like you no. meet Ian, you're like, this is this is Ian. So are you are you blushing a little bit, Ian, us <laughs> talking about you? I, know. <laughs> I give her a dollar every time she says something nice to me. <laughs> well, awesome. I spend more time with him than I do with my husband, right. where he's like the one that we're always working together, so. It's a good person to spend time with though, at least, yeah. 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 Um, so, What's next? Like, as far as, and I know we're going to talk about this here in a second, but do you have any other collaborations coming up uh, that, uh, oh, you know, I was going to ask you real quick, um, sorry to backtrack, but where is the, the metery in Ohio? Because I'm from Ohio. I grew up in Ohio. Uh, it's in Maumee, which is a suburb of Toledo. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I was on the other side of the state over more closer to like Cleveland, Pittsburgh area. But they're, uh, they're almost open. Okay. For a tasting room. Nice. So what's... What do you have anything else planned, collab wise? I uh, haven't really. Th- I just did one with Rally. Did a Japanese okay. plum sour with Rally. Was it last month? Yeah. September? Okay. Early September? Yeah. I should be writing in a few months. Nice. Wow. That's awesome. I can't wait for yeah, that. I yeah. Wanted to, <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Santa Fe, and I had a great reason to. So. Yeah. I've heard Santa Fe is awesome. I've never been there either. So. What is it? Uh, Raleigh's in Santa Fe? Yes. And what Santa Fe Brewing? There's a few breweries there, though, Santa right? Santa Fe, um, there's a new one that just came. They dropped off a business card a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember their name. Okay. And then uh, I know, like, Marbles out in Albuquerque, uh, La yeah. Cumbre. They get some really good breweries in Albuquerque. We found yeah. an Arizona sake place somewhere on the way. Oh, yeah. I went to Arizona Sake Company in Holbrook on the way. Yeah. I didn't know that, that existed. Guy was, That's yeah. cool. 
I tried his sake uh, sometime last year, and it blew me away. I, I married into a Japanese family, so okay. I got a no good sake, and, yeah. and it was incredible. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is being made in Holbrook, Arizona. Yeah. And then I go to a, go to the facility, and it's just his garage. Wow, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Wow, I've heard great things about. Like he's the only. I think he's the only master, whatever they call it, the only certified sake maker outside of Japan, right? I'm not sure about so, that, but yeah. whatever he's doing, it's incredible. Yeah. I want to get up there. I want to visit him and, and, and share his story for sure. Yeah, we got to yeah. try some that wasn't quite ready, and it was just so good. Yeah. <laughs> Future collab, possibly? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. So you don't have to leave Arizona. You I have know. everything good now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's growing. It's growing. That's, that's what I love. And that's, you know, I started this with craft beer. But then I'm finding great coffee places, great meteries, you know, and I mean, Superstition's obviously fantastic, but even like Drinking Horn and, you know, it's... I haven't tried anything from Drinking Horn yet. It's really good. Yeah, I've only tried a couple. They have a really good apple one. Um, they were at um, Craft Beer Hop Stop um, maybe like three weeks ago, and they were doing all the tasting. Nice. So, yeah, so I had to stop Got to tell Alan to send him my way. I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, big thing coming up here. Um, what is this? What's going on here? Red, white, and brew, our fifth fifth year for our craft beer festival. It takes place in our front parking lot. Right out here? Right in the front parking wow, lot. Wow, okay. Five years in a row. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we used to do a big um, silent auction and wine night um, to benefit a local charity. And then you and I were just kind of sitting at lunch one day, and we're like, what can we do that's bigger? What can we do better? Like, what haven't we done yet? And he was like, well, there's no beer festivals on this side of town. Yeah. So we kind of started throwing that idea around, and and uh, first year went I think better than we expected, and we've grown every year since. And and I mean it's great support from the community and from you know the craft beer community, and and it's a really great time. Yeah, last year we had somewhere between four and five hundred people in our front parking lot. Oh wow, okay. Which is, it's not a big parking lot. No, it's so, not. <laughs> but there's still. A, any anything more than maybe six hundred might be a little too crowded. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I, I think you were at. Um, I don't know if it was when I first met you or one of the times I met you was. You went to Juicy Brews, right? Yes. So that was a great festival, right? Yeah. Because it was nice, it, small, intimate. That's yep. pretty much what we do out here too. It just people like the ability to be in a really intimate environment and still get amazing beers, and and it's all charity based, so everything's donated. So that's why we can keep the cost pretty down, too. Yeah. And, and what is Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, well, he um, pretty much all year, you know, he kind of, as soon as one ends, he's working on the next one. Yeah. So it's great because we have the time to plan ahead. We keep the same weekend every year. And and it's, I mean, pretty much planned year round. So. Yeah. Well, it shows, too, because, I mean, I'm looking at this list. and I mean, not just great Arizona. I mean, you got you got Ren House. You've got the shop. You've got Borderlands, 12 West, you know all these like top breweries in Arizona, but then you also have La Combre. You've got uh, Raleigh Farmhouse, right? Nova Brazil. Like, yeah, that's a yeah. great, you know, that's a great well, list. Well, the first year we did it was right after we did the collaboration with Mike Hess. So they actually okay. came out and they poured their own beers. And so they were our big flagship name um, the first year. And then it's just gotten bigger and better every year since. Yeah, that that is awesome. So um, redwhitebrew.browntickets.com. 
brown paper the... ticket is supposed to be. Oh, okay, all right. Well, yeah. it's in this day and age, people can find stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look at the Red, yeah, White, red, and Brew red, Beer Festival. Redwhitebrew.brownpapertickets.com. Okay. You could, uh, if you buy them in advance, there is a discount. Uh, at the door price is $35 for 15 pours and a souvenir cup. Uh, and then there's uh, another option with, uh, for drink, six pours and a drink cup for uh, $17. Okay. And if you buy them in advance, it's 30 and 15 Okay. Gotcha. And that's a great deal, too, right? Because sometimes people are like, man, I don't want to. I'm not going to drink 15 samples, you know? <laughs> oh, and they're generous. They're, we try yeah. to encourage them to keep them at like four ounce pours, but yeah. especially near the end, I mean. They're trying to get rid of the beer. (laughs) Is this a pint? (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, for the first few years we did it, we only offered the 15 pours. And then, I mean, I, as a female, if I had 15 pours, I mean, there's, yeah. Right. So a lot of the, you know, younger people or women or smaller men were like, I really don't need 15. And so last year was the first year we did the six. And it works out really nicely. Yeah. That's a cool concept. That's a good way to do it. I'm um, going to have live music, Los Gringos. Yeah, all ex-Air Force pilots. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, ah, yeah they're nice. all retired pilots, a yeah. five-piece band, and they just, I mean, they're amazing. They're They've awesome. been with us yeah. every year since we started. Oh, so nice. So they're the, the only, like the house band. They're the, the house band yeah. that comes back. Because we can't have them play inside. It would, nobody. We did it once. Yeah. We did it, it was once. pretty loud. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> you learned your lesson. Yeah, you can really order, get anything. It's so they're not like, a, like, not like an acoustic <laughs> string band. Oh, gosh, no. No, they're, they're. They're amazing. <laughs> nice. Uh, November 17th from 2 to 6. Um, and what's the charity? What's the Fighter Country Foundation? So Fighter Country Foundation um, is a foundation that partners with Luke Air Force Base and just provides a lot of different services, whether it's supporting <clears throat> excuse me, um, troops when they come back or help supporting the airmen like through the cookie drives and different holiday um, festivals. It's just... it's. You know, just giving back to the base and helping them support the loot community. Ah, nice. Excellent. Okay. So, so you, uh, that's a great, great cause to support for sure. I'm so bummed out. I'm going to be, I'm going to be in Texas. First time ever to Austin, Texas. I'm oh, excited Austin's about a that. a great city. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I was like, Ian, I'm not going to be able to, could you push it out a week maybe? I'm, like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so no, you guys come out to this. This is going to be awesome. Um, I'll be here next year. I'm excited. Oh, right. I'll yeah. already block it out on my calendar. That whole month, right? So, yeah. yeah. November, there's so much going November. on. It's yeah. crazy because we're always having to deconflict with, you know, all the rivalry football games and the yeah. Phoenix International Raceway. And, oh, that's true. I mean, so there's November is just such beautiful weather. We've always been so fortunate. And when we started this, there wasn't really anything in November. Now there's a <laughs> bunch of festivals in yeah. November. You got, <laughs> yeah. And then my friends in tap, my friends in Tucson and Tap and Bottle. Uh, they're doing their own festival for the first time this year on November 10th. So I'm going to oh, yeah. try to make it down, support them because they're going to try to If you can get up. the day off. If I can get yeah. the day off, of course. <laughs> He'll act like it's work. Hey, I got to deliver this keg uh, <laughs> down to Tucson. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Rebecca's kind of picked my brain a couple times about some things. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you guys are doing great stuff. Love it over here. Um, I don't make it over here as much as I should. But um, I'm going to have to start putting it on my calendar and just coming over. <laughs> yeah. No, there's yeah. always something going on. Yeah. Try to keep it fresh. We have so many regulars. You don't want to get yeah, we're stagnant. We're definitely regular-oriented. So, yeah, yeah. So we really changed out our menu. And, like, changing out the beers helps a lot. Changing yeah. out gelato flavors. Just, you know, because kind of get we get tired of 
of the stuff. And we know that's when it's a good time to, to start making changes. Yeah. Well, that, that I'm glad you brought that up because I think you mentioned it before, but um, that neighborhood feel, right? Like yeah. you, you don't get that a lot out here. I grew up in small town, Ohio. Um, you don't get that as much out here. So for you guys to open this place up and not only just have quality stuff, but be a hub for the community, that's that's what it's all about, you know? And yeah. I love that. So Yeah, that's and that's what, what keeps it fun. I mean, because... You know, you hate for it to get tedious and feel like a job when it's yeah. such a unique, you know, I mean, the craft beer community, I think, is so special um, and really reaches out to support each other. And I mean, it's just a fun group of people. Yeah. And so we try not to take ourselves too seriously and and just keep it fresh and fun. Yeah. I think it makes it easier for everybody that works here, too. For sure. Yeah. Both sides of the both sides of the fence there. So, yeah. well, guys, keep it up. Nice work. Um, anything else you want to add before we before we go? No, um, just... You know, we keep all the events fresh on the Facebook page. We do okay. a beer dinner every month, so that's nice. always something yeah, to look for. Next and one, Dark Sky. Ian's great about posting when he gets in really great allocated beers and that, so nice. it's always good to to keep an eye out on that and see what's new and yeah. exciting. Yeah. Facebook page, Ground Control Litchfield Instagram. Uh, it all ties into the website, too, which is groundxcontrol.com. Okay. Excellent. You yeah. could, even our tap list is on the website, so you nice. can... Oh, Check nice. before you come out. Excellent. All right, I'll put all the links and everything in the show notes, too. So um, if you guys make a trip over here, beer festival, beer dinners, so many different things, grab some beer out of the cooler, pay for it, right? Don't just yeah. grab it. But, <laughs> uh, Please pay for yeah. it. <laughs> so, uh, well, guys, thanks so much. This has been great. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Got a $25 gift card to give away to one like you uh, listener for uh, Ground Control. All you have to do, take a screenshot of you listening to the episode and post it to your social media tagging both Ground Control and Tap That AZ. Contest ends this Sunday, November 11th at midnight, and I'll announce the winner on next Wednesday's episode. So Arizona makes amazing beer, and I think more people need to know about it. So my goal is to help Arizona become a craft beer destination so this lofty goal comes with the need for increased quality of content and with this increase in quality of content comes cost so with that in mind i've launched a patreon page for the podcast so being a patreon gets you some cool gear early access to some content and even a chance to be part of an upcoming episode so check it out uh, patreon.com forward slash tap that az podcast to see how you can get involved and uh, be part of, of helping Arizona get on the, the craft beer destination map, if you will. Uh, as always, thanks for your support. Always remember, stay awesome.